Today is October the 3rd. How did David win over Israel? Let's find out together as we read the first part of 2 Samuel. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read 2 Samuel, the first six chapters, chapters 1 through 6. At the end of 1 Samuel, Saul died. David uh, uh, was uh, actually not present. He was unaware of uh, what was going on back on the battlefield between Israel and Israel. the Philistine nations. Now, in chapter 1, David learns of Saul's death, and uh, the way he learned for him was, uh, learned about it was through a lie. An Amalekite came to him and said, uh, uh, Saul and his sons are dead. Uh, David said, how did it happen? And uh, the Amalekite said, um, I came upon Saul. He was wounded. He asked me to kill him, so I did. And here I brought you his crown and his armband. Now, David had, uh, he was a man of deep, deep emotion. Uh, David uh, composed a song about the death of Saul and Jonathan. Now, Jonathan, we'd expect, he loved Jonathan. But Saul had pursued him for most of David's adult life. Uh, And yet David uh, sings a dirge for Saul. He also looks at the Amalekite and says, how could you kill so easily uh, God's anointed? And David had him put to death. Now this becomes important later as we see that David is consistent in the way he deals with Saul and Saul's family. We'll come back to that in a few chapters. In chapter 2, David is appointed as king over the tribe of Judah. This probably included the tribe of Simeon, which was completely surrounded by Judah, and they tend to be treated uh, together at this point. But Saul's remaining son... Uh, too young to join him in the battlefield. Saul lost three sons in the battlefield. He had four sons. In uh, 2 Samuel 2, 8, uh, the son's name was Ish-bosheth. And Abner, the general of Saul's army, takes Ish-bosheth and anoints him as king. Now it's interesting, the name Ish-bosheth, ish uh, Hebrew word for man, and Bosheth, the Hebrew word for shame. What father would name his son the man of shame? Well, actually, he didn't. We find in First Chronicles chapter 8, verse 33, that Saul had four sons, uh, Jonathan, two others, and the final was Ish-Baal, Saul named one of his sons for the god Baal. When the biblical writers wrote about Ishbaal, they couldn't bring themselves to even name that name. So instead of the man of Baal, they called him the man of shame, Ishbosheth. In chapter 2, Ishbosheth's uh, 
begins to war against uh, Judah. There, there is a war now between Israel and Judah. Judah following David. Uh, the other ten tribes following uh, Saul's son Ishbosheth. At the end of chapter two, Joab, who was David's key general, uh, Joab had a brother named Asahel. Asahel uh, was very fast. He saw Abner and he began to chase Abner. Uh, Abner started to run and uh, in running, Abner said, uh, don't chase me, you, you might not like what happens. And uh, sure enough, at the appropriate time, Abner spins around and Asahel dies. Joab's brother is killed. David, in chapter 3, begins to rule. He goes to Hebron, which is where the temple is located, the tabernacle is located. So David makes his capital at the uh, religious center of Judah. We have uh, several of uh, David's uh, sons mentioned, but the turning point was when Ishbosheth went to his general Abner and accused him of laying with one of his father's concubines. Um, whether we did or he did or not, we really don't know. Um, Abner uh, says it's an accusation. Abner is irate, and he says, "I'm I'm going over to David. I'm going to take all of the Israelite army with me." Um, he does. David gives him a big feast. Abner says. Let me go. I will meet with the leaders of the ten tribes. And uh, when I come back, uh, you will have all Israel following you. That's what Abner says. But when Abner leaves, Joab, whose brother Abner killed in the previous chapter, comes to Abner and uh, betrays him and actually kills him. At the end of chapter 3, David again sings a song for Abner's death. In chapter 4, Ishbosheth is murdered. When the two who killed Ishbosheth come to David to say, we've killed your enemy, David has them killed. Again, he honors God's anointed by killing those who killed him. In chapter 5, then all the tribes of Israel went to David at Hebron and told him, we are your flesh and blood. The rest of the 10 tribes now follow David. But it is interesting that in chapter 5, verse 5, the uh, biblical writer says that now David was king over Israel and he had already reigned over Judah. He was king over Israel and over Judah. In the rest of chapter 5, David captures the city of Jerusalem from its inhabitants. And uh, in chapter 6, he moves the ark to uh, Jerusalem. 
he conquers the Philistines who had been warring against Israel all this time. And uh, by the end of chapter 6, Israel is at peace. They have victory over the Philistines. David owns the city of Jerusalem, which is called the city of David for the rest of eternity. And he makes that, again, the civic center, the center of his palace, and the religious center. Now, I mentioned um, the biblical writer refers to David as king over Israel and king of Judah. He says that in 5.5. He repeats that in chapter 11, verse 11, in 12.8, in 21.2, in 24.1 and 9, and then in 1 Kings, uh, we're told that Solomon became king over Israel and Judah. The interesting thing to remember is that Judah retained an identity separate from the other tribes. In fact, in chapter 24, when David takes a census of all fighting men, it says that Israel had 800,000 fighting men. Judah had 500,000. Keep this in mind as we come to 1 Kings in a couple of weeks. We'll see this division that existed all the way back at the beginning of David's reign some 70 years later become a reality when Israel is divided into the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. We started with the question, how did David win over Israel? He won over Israel by treating the leaders of Israel with honor. He had the one who said that he had killed Saul. Uh, he had him slain. He had the murderers of Ishbosheth slain. He sang songs for the death of these men. And eventually, as we'll see tomorrow, he picks one of Jonathan's sons, the only remaining survivor of Saul, and actually brings him into his own house and treats him with honor. A king that treated his enemy with honor, um, Israel followed David. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, does God play favorites? <laughs>